Hello and welcome to New Era Fintech Podcast. Today is all about Denmark, actually, the Nordics. It is time for Nordic Fintech Week. That's happening next week uh, in Copenhagen. If you caught episode 11 earlier, uh, back in August, I interviewed Chris Crespo, one of the guys, uh, the organisers behind uh, Nordic Fintech Week, and he was talking, giving a preview of, of the event there. I'm looking forward to flying in to Copenhagen on on Tuesday evening. The event is Wednesday and Thursday. This is a quick podcast to to suggest that if you do have the opportunity to get to Nordic Fintech Week, if you're in Europe in particular, uh, or certainly in the Nordics, I would recommend going. It's w one of the highlights in my calendar every year. I love to go back to to Denmark. Uh, it's a bit Denmark's a bit of a nexus. For fintech there is a lot going on in stockholm a lot going on in in oslo in norway uh, across the nordic countries and, and certainly in, in helsinki as well but i i find what the team at copenhagen fintech uh that, that's the copenhagen fintech hub uh and then what the team at nordic fintech magazine and then together the nordic fintech week what they produce is a really really good summary and overview of 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 what's happening in the Nordic fintech brand. Now, why it's interesting to me is because those countries, those Nordic countries, were digital before everybody else. Now, you can debate now that there are many digital societies. You just have to look at how India you know, is transforming massively with UPI, with their super apps. It's really, really impressive what's going on there. There are many digital and digitalized societies now. But way back when, these guys, these societies were digital way before everybody else. Now, what that means is you have a terrifically mature audience who are accustomed to digital servicing, digital ways of working, consumers. Now, that makes it very and made it very, very difficult if you are an incumbent bank. And that's one of the things that I, I had a great time working in the region because the customers were so advanced and because the surrounding systems, the government systems and so on, were so advanced. And here's a, my favorite anecdote or example of just how advanced the, the Nordics were or my experience in Copenhagen was, is that I bought a house. I was very fortunate to be able to buy a house in, in Copenhagen. And I had arranged a, arranged a loan, and I, I did that through the bank I was working with. So it was, it was a bit human, right? You could do this digitally, but because I was an expat, I, I went through a kind of a human process. I arranged, agreed, agreed. Good. Uh, we found the house, right? Uh, that one there, that's fine. Uh, not, but the actual process for buying a property was effectively three clicks. And I, no, I'm, I, it was roughly like this, right? I am sent a link. I think I was sent the link either by the bank or by the, the real estate agent. Uh, I forget, but I, I was sent the link. I click on it. And it's 7.30 p.m. in the evening. And the, the, uh, the system says, if, um, it was all in Danish. I, I had my phone <laughs> up on screen uh, because it wasn't translating because it was a secure website. Uh, I, I had my phone up with the, the Google Translate. Right, slightly nervous going, what is, okay, you are about to agree to an open mortgage. I go, yes, yeah. Are you, and then, then the next next page was effectively, are you absolutely sure you're, you're agreeing to take this debt, send this money here, do this for this property, are you absolutely sure? 
I say yes. And I think there was one more check you know, right, in this process. Uh, I said yes. Now, what's interesting is then immediately, 7.31 p.m., bam, done. The land registry is updated. The money is transferred and in the account of the guy. The, uh, the, the mortgage is now active on my system. Every, every municipality is, you know, is, is updated real time. All services, all this, all that. It's really, really impressive. Now, I give you that story, that, that anecdote, to, to say that's, that's how it was way back 2016, 2017. And it had been like that for quite a while. You know, they, they had these, you know, what we see at the, uh, here in the region, in the, in the Middle East, they have these ID cards that, that effectively drive all engagement with the government. They had that in the Nordics in various different ways for the longest time. What that means is there is a particular style, you know, a particular set of, of customer experiences that are normal there, right? So when open banking, uh, open banking, I think, when was it, 2018, 2019? Uh, I think it came in, uh, in in the region. But yeah, the region was big time ready for it. So what you've got is a very, very set of mature customers, corporate and, and retail, expecting things to be immensely digital. And therefore, from a fintech standpoint, the opportunities to experiment, to play, to create new businesses are dramatic. Now, it's a small market. Famously, I think it's about 27 million bankable people. Small market. Yeah, that's, um, uh, that's small in the context of some of the, the markets around the world. The, but it's got a lot of money. You know, it's, it's a very wealthy part of the, uh, of, of the, of the planet. However, what you see is really, really good innovation, really surprising innovation. I, I, I love going and seeing and listening and watching you know, what's going on there. And many times the use cases are, are ones you think, oh, oh, right, Re really? Uh, yeah, the open banking use cases are very, very you know, innovative and, and quite mature, right? Because often in other markets, you might have really, really mature or really cool digital services in finance, right? FinTech might have a great system, but then it has to integrate with paper or government or other systems that aren't quite there yet. They, they may have some really good infrastructure, but it's not connected yet. Whereas you know, nine times out of 10, it's already been connected in the Nordics. And the customers are uh, you know, wondering why it's not been done yet. You know, the, the whole thing doesn't work. You know, and the minute a FinTech arrives and says, there you go, we've plugged the gap. You can see people embracing it massively. So I like to be in Copenhagen, especially during Nordic Fintech Week, because it's a, it's, a, it's a time where a lot of people from across the Nordics and across the world come in to learn what's going on, to get perspective, to, to see what kind of innovations are happening, to see what com companies and what techniques are being successful. And then also to, to see what, what can they take? What can they take from this? Now, in, in, in many cases what works in the Nordics may not immediately translate to Saudi, to any other country, right? Because again, you've got to have that, that stable level of maturity everywhere. But it's coming. It's certainly coming in other markets. So it, I, I liken it to an early warning system. There are countless times, countless times where I've been sat in, in the Middle East, somewhere in the Middle East, or somewhere international, 
And someone has said to me, I've got this, here's our new idea. And, <laughs> and I, have, I have to go, wow, that's really cool. I've seen it. Most of the time I go, oh, that's great. What I don't say is, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen, seen that, done that, tried it. Now, it may not have worked for various different reasons in the Nordics, or it is really popular in the Nordics, but often people haven't seen it you know, uh, here in the Middle East because they haven't gone and looked. Uh, now, what that does mean is there's great opportunities to go to the Nordics and then borrow, see what's working there, bring it. E either make it again, and this is a... One of the, the criticisms I have, and I, I'm quite verbal, I have said this on stage at Nordic FinTech Week, I'm sure last, last year in particular, is you know, I think the Nordic, Nordic companies can do a better job of exporting their ideas, of exporting what, they're, what they've been playing with and, and creating. There is a little bit of an assumption, I think, and this is where, what I do when I'm in Copenhagen, at this event, is I challenge these assumptions that the rest of the market isn't ready. Now, in many cases, open banking as the glue for a lot of really, really exciting fintech capability. Yes, it, it is still nascent. It's still growing and still getting there in, in many markets around the world. So yes, that, that's a fair view uh, that many companies have. However, I would caution that if, if you're not there, if you're not engaging in other markets, then someone's just going to copy it. So it is a really good place to go to see great ideas, to see how they're working, to see if there's a revenue model. Because if you can make it work in a country of 5 million people, Denmark's about 5 million, for example, uh, Sweden's 10, right? If you can make it work in those markets, then that's a really, really good indicator that potentially it should travel or it could travel. And not everything will travel, of course. So I, I'm doing a panel discussion, I think, on day one. I'll be talking uh, effectively about what I've just been saying. You know, I'll be encouraging the Nordic businesses to think about exporting their ideas, to do think about GCC, Middle East in particular. But, you know, other markets are certainly available. But I'd, I'd like to see more Nordic companies having a little bit more ambition uh, about looking at other markets. But I, yes, as I say, I hope to be able to bring you some exciting perspective or some interesting insights. Let us see how things go. I'll be there from late on Tuesday through till Friday morning. Right, thanks for listening. If you have any queries, any emails, uh, it's been a while since I've engaged with you, dear listener, in this, this way because we've been publishing lots of interviews and podcasts. I have my email. That's uan at ned.partners. I'm really pleased with that one, ned.partners. It's shorter than newerdigitalpartners.com. Uh, please send me any questions, and I'll try and answer them shortly. I'm due to do a Q&A. I'm looking forward to doing another Q&A shortly. Uh, and I'll bring you as much insight as I can from Copenhagen uh, next week on thereafter. Right, thank you, take care, and bye-bye from Saudi.